You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hello, and welcome back to OK Sis. Hi, sisters. Hello, my name is Maddie. And I am Scout. And welcome to OK Sis, the podcast where we chat about one another's current fixation of the week, along with a rad female guest that has asked to join in on the sisterly banter. You should get that, like, tattooed on your body. I know. We should, oh my God, we should. Oh, Jesus Christ. On our tushies, our tuchuses, our tuchai. Your tuchai, <laughs> that you're going to get that tattooed on one butt cheek, just like the whole script. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get you real drunk and take you to the tattoo shop. Oh, great. Fabulous. Yeah, you know. And uh, we're sisters. IRL. IRL. Uh, We are in San Diego today. It's the best. Yes. At Scout's office. Yeah, we're at my office. In Little Italy. God, this place has changed since I last roamed these streets. How cute is my office? Very, very cute. Charming. Cozy. There's a bathroom. We're going to a suit. There's a bathroom. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for uh, notifying well, everyone know, that we have a restroom. We'd have to like walk around the pool, you know, walk to another space to go to the bathroom. Like there's a bathroom in house. In house with a shower. And a shower and a beautiful little kitchenette. Kitchenette. Do you like our table? I love it. Guess where we got it? The thrift store. No, a rabbi. Oh. He posted on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Turns out we have many mutual friends. He held it for me for two weeks because so he was a holy table. Dude, do you know how many Shabbat dinners have been made on this table, Mads? Oh like literally God. the last I 11 years, this is a Shabbat dinner table table. I feel closer to God. Oh, good. That's what I hoped would happen when you walked into my When you into walked into Scout's agency. Yeah. <laughs> There's a holy that was vibe a, around it. That was a hackle right there that you just left. <laughs> 
I have I have like varying degrees of laughs. I need to start um, documenting them. Yeah, and and categorizing. Also, we were at the dinner table with our whole family last night, and people had to tell you to calm the fuck down because you were so loud. I'm. Is this is this a surprise? Like, I know, but it this was pretty intense. Every time, I also need people to tell me to be quiet because I can't hear myself, so yeah. I don't know if I'm being loud. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Today, we mm-hmm. are going to discuss something that has been a highly in-demand topic for, for us. Yeah, the, how do you pronounce it? Enneagram? The Enneagram test So, scores. let me just tell you, I got three different types, and I'm kind of like, and, and when I was taking the test, I was like, you know what, a lot of the answers I could have put both for, and, um, you know, like, am I bipolar that day? It's one answer. Am I not oh, bipolar yeah. that actually, day? It's another answer. Actually, yeah. An enneagram is probably not best for someone who has bipolar. Yeah, disorder. because literally I was like, well, it depends on my mood. Like, one day I'm so this person, and then if I'm super depressed, I'm so that person. Yeah, but I don't think the options were depressed or not. Yeah, but my outlook totally changes when I'm not when I'm in an episode, and so a lot of the right, way so I maybe view you're the world. Just not the target demo. Yeah, for they this gave me test. type two, type three, and type one. I mean, if I read all these to you, you'd be like, "So I'm everyone." Well, no, because I got type three, and it fits me to a T. I got type three too. You only got type three? No, we. We took a test where you get three of them. This is not the official test. Oh, well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. I'm sitting here like, how did I get three <laughs> scores? Like, am I crazy? Like, No, so we did a free test, which gives you the top three scores, and then you determine which one best, you, uh, the one you resonate with the most. And so I resonate most with type three. And so I chose type three for myself. I resonate with all three. Okay, well, you know what? I just, I don't think you're, I don't think this is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, let me read type three because people are going to be like, yeah, that's it. Okay, you. go. Type threes are confident, focused, polished, and energetic, but they can sometimes be too concerned with looking su- successful. Yeah, that's very Literally much Literally, like, Okay, these exactly are, okay, me. so I'm going to read all of the, the, the adjectives that are used to describe me throughout type two, type three, type one. Okay. Generous, giving, self-sacrificing, and eager to demonstrate love. Yes, yes or no? 100%. Okay. Confident, focused, polished, and energetic. That was mine. Yeah. Principal, disciplined, perfectionistic, and have high integrity. Yes. Okay, but Great. like, I want one. Personalities are multifaceted. Hmm. They are not just linked into one little box. That's why it says these are your top three. I don't get the craze. I, I mean, this is just like, are people not self aware that they can't figure this shit out? Like, I know all these things. Wow. I think you're. <laughs> I don't know why we did this exercise. <laughs> We're just going to shit on the process. Listen, this I'm an honest person. If I, I do something, I'm going to give my feedback. I understand. I think it's just a way to uh, self-analyze, disco- dis- uh, a self-discovery, a little introspection. It allows you to label parts of yourself that you probably just wanted some more clarity Yeah, on. I guess it's cheaper than 14 years of therapy. So, uh, Isn't it all? Isn't it all? Okay. Well, that Great. was fun. Right, well, Good times. On. Today's episode, Miss, I was going to say ladies and gentlemen, but we <laughs> only <laughs> really cater only, to the ladies. <laughs> only cater to the ladies over here. So, Miss Ladies, today, Lola. Sorry, my me. dog excuse is Excuse you. Excuse you. I'm, I'm trying to do a, uh, an ad for FabFitFun. Naomi's going to pick her up. Okay, great. So, this episode is sponsored by 
fab fit fun our constant fixation at this point truly constant fixation so if you all don't know already uh fab fit fun is a quarterly subscri- subscription box so that means it comes every quarter so it's seasonal and every single box has i think it's like eight to ten mm-hmm. full size yeah emphasis on the emphasis. full size let's do a italicized bold underline of a full size so they don't believe in samples which allows you to essentially get to know the actual product and use it start to finish as it was intended rather than just like a little mirror sample um so it comes every every season it 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 tailors to the season at hand so right now is the fall box um which means it's kind of like a little transition to the cozy weather and we're all into that cozy pumpkin spice latte stuff except we don't drink like sugary s- drinks so never speak mind. for yourself on yeah, that pumpkin say, latte I, oh i am a big eggnog person though i'm ready for my dairy for eggnog okay that's another so rant excited. keep going that's another rant <laughs> anyway so it's also customizable so if you go on to fabfitfun.com and uh, put together your interests whether it's wellness it's fitness it's fashion it's skincare they will customize the the products for you into the box so um it's all about what is your wellness needs and talk to us about what your favorite products were. Well, I also want to talk about the fact that it's forty nine ninety nine per box, but the retail value in each box is at least and usually over two hundred dollars. I know. So this is it's kind of a this magic. Is, like this is, how do they do it? This is a steal. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm really loving the Human and Kind um, Body Souffle. It is a vegan and cruelty free lotion. I love when lotions are called souffles. Me too. It's just it's fancy. Just, it makes it just. You know you're getting a fancy. Oh yes, and lotion. what's your favorite product this week, Mad? So this one is super cute, exfoliating sugar cubes. So they're little cubes. You do not eat them. So do not do not eat them, please, sisters. Um, this is something you put in the shower. So it's a body scrub. I love it, and I just love it because it looks like you could eat it, but just like don't. Yeah, and then I hear you. Um, very trendy, very cute. I'm all. I'm actually. I'm into shower uh vibes curating the shower you know curating the shower you You heard it here first you need need to curate each each little corner of your life yeah now i hear you listen to me you gotta curate okay and the shower is a great place to start okay anyways so uh with our code because as scout mentioned it's 49.99 but you can enter the code okaysis okaysis at checkout and get ten dollars off your first box so it's if you guys um, didn't know how to do mental math, that's thirty nine ninety nine for over two hundred dollars of products. What are you waiting for? Yeah, what are you waiting for? Also, there's a link in the show notes that will take you directly to the FabFitFun website, and it directly applies the discount for you, ladies, so you don't have to do any work. I know it's it's fab. Um, and again, that's FabFitFun.com with coupon code OKSIS. All right, moving on to some house. Clean, no, sorry, housekeeping. Okay, you are the worst. I don't know why I'm saying house cleaning things. We have a lot of house, what did you say? House cleaning. House cleaning I'm stuff. Not, no. no, what is it? Housekeeping? Housekeeping stuff. We have housekeeping stuff. Um, one, we have an Amazon store. Oh, yes, we do. Mostly because everybody wants to know Maddie's skincare. No one gives a shit what my skin looks like. Yeah, so no one cares about your skin. Yeah, skincare. no one cares. And yeah, so <laughs> Mads put up all of her stuff. I put up my stuff, too, if you're interested, you I know. I think the book section is probably the most poppin'. Yeah, it's super poppin'. It's the bibliophile corner of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, head over to our Amazon store, amazon.com slash shop slash Okay, says podcast. Also linked in the show notes. Also linked in the show notes. And you can go browse around. Get yeah. that uh, prime two-day shipping. And you, too, could have glowy skin and a sharp mind. Blice because you're going to be reading 
And you're going to be washing your face. And you're going to be purchasing ashwagandha from our wellness center. And you're going to be playing Rumacube. Yes, I put Rumacube in the wellness center. Oh, God. Because it's wellness. Okay. I mean, I don't know about that. But hashtag self-care. Board games or hashtag self-care. Okay. I mean, whatever you say. Oh, we should put wine. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, great. Okay. We're going to... I know what to do. Let's make a section where it's like a night in. So you have Ramacube, oh. you have a face mask, you've got your wine. Okay, I'm down. We're Look at curate, us. We're going to curate an OK Sis night in. We are just really spewing ideas on the podcast. Oh, God. This, is where, this is where our thinking comes from yeah, when we <laughs> chat together on our intros. This is the brainstorm. This is the brainstorm. Um, and also, if you'd like to go rate and subscribe OK Sis on the iTunes podcast app, that would be much appreciated. And we have a secret Facebook group. Yeah, the secret Facebook group is lit. You love it. It's like the best part of OK Sis, I feel like. It's truly. It's amazing. Again, it's OK Sisters, and the T-E-R-S is in parentheses. Also, uh, shameless plug for our Twitter. Oh, jeez. I posted a great tweet today. Did Did you? you? No, I didn't see it. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't post a tweet. I tweeted something. Yeah, you tweeted it. Nice with the lingo. I think me and Twitter is like this grandma relationship. I am just... Remember when we were getting massages with our stepsisters and they were doing a whole tutorial on how to use Twitter? I I had to ask one of my coworkers who is more familiar with Twitter and and the Twitter, uh, you know, landscape yeah like what it looks like and i was like am i allowed to put this hashtag and tag the person in this way and he was like yeah no that looks weird i'm like how are they supposed to know i'm talking about i'm sure there's like a how to use twitter (laughs) on the internet like i will find you i will find you an article so embarrassing i'm like a media mogul and i don't know how to did you just call yourself a media mogul (laughs) okay Let's see the bank account, Mads. Let's see that bank account. I'm just very tapped in and in tune, and it's just, it really perplexes me that I can't understand. I have to say, your content on Twitter is premium, so. It's premium, but I just, I'm, I don't know the protocol with the hashtags and the ats. Well, you'll get it. I, I, bu- I, I have faith in you. Yeah, I need to I need to spend some more time, some more of my precious time on Twitter, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all Also, right. I'm starving because yeah, we, we are, we're suffering because we couldn't get reservations at the trendy <laughs> restaurant in Little Italy until like 2.15, so we're just not eating until then, and I could pass out any moment. Right, so let's just move right along okay this episode we have miss olivia from the clear cut guys if you are about to get engaged thinking of getting engaged in a serious relationship or just want to buy yourself a ring or you're like yeah you're right you're right or you're like i'm racking in the dough i'm gonna buy myself a fucking ring because i hashtag self-care yeah self-love yes uh the clear cuts where it's at i know it's an incredible it's a direct-to-consumer jewelry business essentially and yeah affordable huge rocks <laughs> essentially is that, their, is that their tagline no that's the tagline i just created for them affordable huge rocks and there we go i love it i mean her instagram is just inspo very very inspirational uh you know she's up on all of the Instagram wedding trends. I oh, would she's say. yeah, she's amazing. She's in it. She's in it, and she just got married to you know she got to yeah mazels mazels to the newlyweds mazel mazel. We extend our mazel to the to the to happy the, couple. Yes, uh-huh. who, who both created the clear cut together. So they yes. work together. So you'll you'll get a. But little we insight. just couldn't have her husband on because he's a dude. So. I know. Sorry, he was sitting there. He's a gem. He's awesome. Such a gem. So cute. Anyways, um, you know, we get a lot into, uh, you know, what it takes to be a gemologist. Yeah, a gemologist. Was that what it was? Yeah, that was it. They went to gemology school. That's where they met. Not sure that's what the school was called, but. GIA, I think. 
G-I-A. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Gemology. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. They went incredible, there. Incredible, incredible, uh, uh, career i don't know what what do you call it i know it? it's fun Profession. yeah like, it's amazing that, and then amazing. also since i've been engaged and i'm married um that process is so fun and so so inspiring and filled with love and happiness yeah. that it would be so cool to work in that industry just to experience that like yeah, you know when you give that moment like when it's of one of the most amazing purchases other than your house but she's also they're shifting behavior um around how you approach uh, yeah, designing and getting an which we'll get it's, into. Yeah, it's more about like teamwork and mm. or it could be someone, uh, you know, a woman. They're empowering women to also go buy their own jewelry mm-hmm. for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so um, she's and she's very she knows a lot of the trends um, mm. and she spills the tea. Yeah. So enjoy, sisters. Enjoy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Johnny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. 
Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Olivia is the founder and the CEO of The Clear Cut, a direct-to-consumer diamond jewelry company demystifying the buying process for couples through expert education and a curated selection of high-quality engagement rings at fair price points. Landau is a fourth-generation diamond expert and a GIA graduate gemologist. She initially started The Clear Cut as an educational blog for friends and family on how to purchase an engagement ring. Then her followers started requesting bespoke diamond engagement rings on Instagram. She met her husband, Kyle, in GIA school, and together they turned their blog into a multi-million dollar business. Without further ado, Olivia. Hi. Welcome. Welcome Thanks to so OKSIS. Okay having me. Of course. I'm so excited. <laughs> we are so excited to have you. So, disclaimer, I am not married, but Scout is very much married, and she fucking loves to talk about her engagement <laughs> ring. Okay, so this thank is gonna you. be like a little like it's gonna be educational for me, and Scout's gonna be geeking out over okay, there. Okay, thanks. I really appreciate it. I, I'm not trying to be facetious. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, do wait. Let's love start. Your yeah, ring. I do love my engagement ring. You're just like, um, can we start? Whenever people have engagement rings, you're always like looking and inspecting yeah, them. Yeah, because it was a big process that you yeah. go through. Okay, but before we start, can I look at your engagement ring? Yeah, sure. You don't have to, yeah. Oh my god, it's so. Oh, it's sorry. I, I cut my thumb. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> I have a bandaid on. Ew. I saw it on your Instagram. Wait, I love your engagement. Okay, right? I okay, promised okay. myself that I would clean it for you last night, and I just didn't. I just haven't cleaned it in eight months. Wait, it's All right, so, so cool. For Thanks. the podcast listeners, can we describe each of your engagement rings? Yes, you go first. Since this is you know how to, not you know visual. how to you know how to describe so stuff. My engagement ring is an Asher cut in the center, and it has a frame of baguettes around and a bezel on a plain band. I saw this actual ring. Um, when I was eight years old, because my mom was an antique jewelry, and I was like, that's my engagement ring. You better save that for me. I don't want anything else. And she was like, no, your husband has to buy your engagement ring. I'm not saving it for you. So when he proposed, and it was this ring, I was, like, super surprised. Oh, my oh, God. That's the best that's story so I've ever heard. <laughs> Love it. And Scout, describe um, yours. I don't know how to describe it other than it's a hexagon halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the cut is in the middle um and it's a diamond band but it doesn't go all the way around but my wedding ring is a diamond well it's good it eternity. doesn't go all the way around because in case you need to resize it and cut i did have to resize it because i gained weight so i had to resize it <laughs> Dear God. wait does that happen yes your fingers get fatter when you get and fatter and then you have to resize it as you i understand that i'm just saying i never thought like well, Can you resize your like your engagement? Yeah, ring? we do it all the time, and sometimes you don't get the right size on the first to go, sure, so sure, you have sure. to adjust. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, so because sometimes when like a when a groom buys an engagement ring without the fiance's or without his pre fiance's, sure, sure, you know, sure. they they guess they guess at the um the size. 
Sorry, L- Lola's here with us, and she's being distracting as always. I know. Well, let's do current fixations yeah, before we get too much into yeah, yeah. diamonds, because we could talk about diamonds all day long. Um, okay. I'll start. Okay. So you're probably going to make fun of me, but I swear I see a change. I have been using Drunk Elephant Baby Facial. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yes. And so I read the reviews before I purchased it, and... Everyone had glowing reviews, but Mads used it and really didn't see too much of a difference. So I was like, well, let's see what happens. And then by the third week, I was washing my face and I was like, wow, my skin is so smooth. Mm-hmm. So um, I like it. Sure. Th- good. It's a very powerful uh, Can you product. talk about what it is? Because I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah. Right. So it's Drunk Elephant's um, AHA, BHA solution. So it is a chemical exfoliant. Mm-hmm. It is apparently the like highest i don't know the right terminology to say this but the highest dose i guess of this type of chemical that you can have in a chemical exfoliant um that's like regulated literally one percent below the cutoff sure yeah it's very very intense you're only supposed to do it like once a week if that where like you're supposed to exfoliate every you know couple Mm. days um i still exfoliate twice a week on top of it that's not all right, but <laughs> anyways, but yeah, good, good for you. I'm glad it's working. I mean, it's just more money that I'm gonna be spending yeah. all the time. Oh yes, it is. It, it is very pricey, sisters. It's not don't. so bad. It's eighty dollars. Yeah. It's not the worst. Yeah. It's I not the best. Try it. It's cr- and it stings your face mm. like a lot. I use a what is it? Doctor Den. Whatever you're saying. AHA, BHA, yeah. I use a toner from Ren, and I'm obsessed with okay, it. Okay, yes. It's like glow tonic or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you do that every day. I do. I think I'm only supposed to do it like every other day, but I do yeah. it like twice a day every but, day. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when people over exfoliate, I'm like, ah! Like, I'm just like, don't do that. Sorry um, that we have a blackhead situation. <laughs> no, that doesn't get rid of blackheads. It does make you like feel no, smoother you and glow. Definitely. It's just over exfoliating can strip your skin, so I would be careful. I would maybe just do it once a day because it seems like it's a gentle toner. That one's more gentle than right, the one right, you're right. describing. I think. Right. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do not do this every day. The baby facial, please, <laughs> sisters. Um. But yeah. Okay. Enjoy. Thank you. Have fun with ba- with uh with drunk elephant. It's cult cult favor. That's for sure. Um. Okay. My curve fixation. Who is watching Succession? I've heard it's so good and I need to watch it, but I haven't watched it. You need to watch it. I am just, I'm like literally shaking from excitement of how good this show is. So for those of you who don't know, it's a show on HBO. It's executive produced by Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. So they're the duo that's done like Big Short. I mean, obviously all of Will Ferrell's movies, but um, he kind of transitioned into more of the drama sector with um, the big short. And then they did Hustlers, too, which I was so surprised I to see. I have to see Hustlers. Oh, God, you have to see Hustlers. We saw it's Hustlers. Was, was it good? good? It was really good. It's I mean, fabulous. J-Lo did a fantastic job. J-Lo <laughs> looks like she's 25. She's fucking happy. She's wearing baby facial. That's for she sure. She gets, <laughs> like, more beautiful as she ages. It's it's which insane. is, like, when have you ever seen that She's ever? a Benjamin Button. It's, like, ridiculous. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, so the, uh, back to succession. Um, it is about it's essentially based off like a Murdoch family esque type of family. And they um, are these like multi-billionaire media moguls. And it follows like the inner power dynamics of the family and like who 
who they believe deserves part of the company's future. And it's just, it's like cunning and witty and sharp and highly addictive, obviously. So everyone should go watch it. I need a new show to binge watch. I just watched every single episode of Handsmaid's Tale in like one weekend. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm I'm afraid of that show. It gave me some nightmares. Olivia, you're watching, you're binge watching Handmaid's Tale and over exfoliating. I'm really scared. (laughs) Okay. These are my advices, okay? Okay. Handmaid's Tale in a weekend. I couldn't even do like one a week. It was two weekends from season one to season three. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Our dad just finished Handmaid's Tale and he is all about it. No, no, no. I can't. I started like using the terminology in everyday life. It was like too much. I was like, praised be. Oh. (laughs) Aren't you afraid for like women kinds? Yes, it was very See, scary. I, w- I like it. I would have. I would have too many nightmares. I have nightmares from Game of Thrones. No, I got nightmares. It was. Yeah. You watch it late at night or too much of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't over exfoliate or, D- or, watch <laughs> or binge watch Handmaid's Tale. Oh God, yes. Anyways, but you need to, uh, succession. Like I just can't. I can't stop thinking about it. It's incredible, and the just the writing. It's just. I'm doing you a favor. I promise you. It's great. Um, okay. So let's go. No, wait, she, she hasn't done hers yet. Oh, my yet. God. Sorry. What is your current fixation? Oh, so my current fixation. So I never was someone that, like, really was into working out. But mm-hmm. then right before our wedding, which was, like, this summer, I, like, hardcore was, like, doing, like, berries and this and that. And I hated mm-hmm. it. But now I've really found um, a love for the mega former and reformer classes. Um, what? Be- what uh, boutique studio do you go to in New York, right? You're from New York. Yeah. So SLT, Solid Core and Body Rock, I dabble. Mm-hmm. And because it's really short and quick and I feel like I did a lot of work in a very small period of time and there's n- not a lot of cardio and that's my new favorite thing. <laughs> yes, we're into Pilates We're into here. Pilates over here. <laughs> um, the Mega Reformer, is it the one that moves? It has that like thing that slides back and see that scares me i broke a nail one time on one of those things so there's this one class in la and i wish you were staying longer because i would really like to go with you i'm talking like this reformer moves up and down oh no and like (laughs) literally like you're on a surfboard it is the hardest thing it's only 25 minutes oh you probably God. have to sign a waiver that says if you fall you can't oh, sue you them you have to wear sticky socks because you will fall you will fall. It's like not. It's, my, it's not at my alley. It's called Legree. Yeah, there's only one studio of its kind. That's why I was like, there might be something in New York similar, but apparently this guy made this method, and it's the Mega Reformer, but it moves and like tilts. So anything that you're doing is like five times more the weight. Oh my god! It is just. I'm not good at these classes. I'm <laughs> just into them, but I'm not. You and I, okay. You and them. I are the same. I just started getting into working out. You can ask Mads and all of my trainers at I go to F45, which is a circuit training gym. They all like know to look out for me and my form because it's never quite right. Yeah, I'm trying. Not sure if I'm succeeding. I think you're succeeding. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you look, you look great. So, smashed, so it's yeah, fine. you look great. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's talk about diamonds. Yay. Um, okay, my first question is just, how does one become a diamond expert? Yeah, so it's kind of strange. Um, I grew up around diamonds and jewelry my whole life. My dad's side of the family were like diamond cutters and dealers for generations. Um, he's from Antwerp, Belgium. Mm where basically if you were Jewish, you were in, like, the diamond business forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then him and my mom started their own antique jewelry business. So I grew up around it, but they always told me, like, 
don't go into the business. It's like a dying business. It's not something like we want you to like go to college and get like a cool corporate job. Like we came to America for that. So I never thought about it. But then after I graduated from college, um, I was kind of lost, had no particular passion um, for any specific thing. So I was like, maybe I've always had a slight interest for jewelry. I want to go to school just to learn more about it. So I went to GIA, which was the Gemological Institute of America. In New York, it was a six-month program to become a gemologist. I was like, let's see if I even like it or I'm interested. And the second I started, I fell in love with, like, diamonds and gemstones and everything. It was just, like, in my blood, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And kind of from there, and I met my husband while I was there. I spotted him across the room and followed him onto the subway. Ooh, (laughs) romantic. Yeah. What Um, was he doing at GIA? So Kyle came from a really different background. He had founded a fair trade diamond mine in Sierra Leone, and his investors had sent him to GIA to learn more about diamonds. Um, So we were long distance for a year, and I started working at Tiffany on the engagement floor. Um, I was a Mandarin translator. My mom's from Taiwan, so I like could say a couple words, and they hired me. So I was like, "Yeah, oh my god, that's <laughs> amazing! <laughs> I love that. Um, that's amazing." And that's where I really fell in love with like engagement rings, like bridal jewelry specifically. But I didn't want to just say ni hao and like sell things out of a glass case. I wanted to get my hands dirty. So then I started working at a large diamond wholesale company um, in the Diamond District, and um, I was the head of production there. I had like access to a ton of diamonds at wholesale pricing. Um, at that time, Kyle had come back from Africa because there was an Ebola epidemic um, that kind of devastated the country. Um, he moved back to New York and went to business school at Columbia. And there's this like weird phenomenon where everyone at business school like gets engaged at the exact same time. Um, so they'd all go to him being like, oh, like, do you you're in the business? Like, do you know a guy that can help me? And I was the guy. So they'd all come to meet with me I'd educate them, help them pick out their diamonds and like create a custom ring. And because people kept coming to me, um, I realized that no one knew the first thing about buying a diamond. So I started the Clear Cut as an educational blog that made it like really easy to digest um, for his friends and like my clients to read about before coming to work with me then started posting on Instagram and that's where it really took off and random people started like DMing me asking me to make their rings. That's crazy. So you didn't even go to like jewelry design school. You just kind of had such a love for diamonds and then that translated into creating bespoke custom engagement rings. Exactly. And a lot of it started as like really stone focused and then becoming um, and then really traditional designs. And now we've you know kind of like grown into like a fine jewelry collection and more and more. And that's based on the feedback I'm getting from, like, my followers and customers. Mm. And what are the, like, main, main types of diamonds when one goes to buy an engagement ring? I know there's the princess cut, there's the cushion cut, emerald. Yeah, so you always want to start with, like, what is the cut you're going for? And mm-hmm. then based on that, like, how do we backtrack and shop for it? So for for first, second, first second, sorry, <laughs> why do they call it cut? Like, what does that mean? they cut the diamond. Like but why, why, is there, why are there different cuts? Why is there different pairs of shoes? Yeah, it's like different styles. Is that a parallel? In my mind. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) because, I mean, different cuts represent different people's, like, style and aesthetic. Um, There's, like, the classic round brilliant, which everyone thinks of a diamond. They think of, like, that round, really sparkly cut. Um, There are emerald cuts and asher cuts, like mine, which are step cuts, which use, like, larger 
kind of facets that look like stairs going down. Princess cuts have like the pointed corner super square. Cushion cuts look like mm. pillow cushions. Ovals have been really popular. So it just depends on like what looks best on your hand, what represents your personal style. Each is a little bit different. Mm. But basically, first you like the type of cut and then you work backwards. So if we were looking at like an emerald cut or asher cut, you'd want to prioritize like the clarity over the color because it's very um, easy to see every imperfection in that type of cut. Mm. But if you were looking at a round, you might want to prioritize the actual cut grade to, you know, have the maximal brilliance in the stone. So it kind of just depends. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you if my diamond is nice, but I'll ask you off air so <laughs> nobody hears. Oh, dear God. No, it is nice. I checked. I checked <laughs> no, the it looks very nice. So <laughs> I, I think w- I like um, – the rectangle. The emerald. So you like that? the emerald cut. It could be a radiant, too. So Ooh. do you like it with the step cut facets or more sparkly? I don't know. <laughs> well See, that's the thing. I'm so ignorant. I need to, like... You got to look at the I got to look it up. I know. Well, <laughs> but, okay. So let's go back to the clear cut. Um, You guys don't show the actual engagement rings, though, on the website. Right. So you need to have each. So we have, um, like, what you can buy on the website is our fine jewelry collection right um but all of our engagements are custom made for each client so we basically ask act as like your personal like diamond experts we hop on a consultation understand your budget your preferences then we'll curate a small selection of diamonds based on your preferences and then design a ring for that diamond that's so that's special. amazing. So talk to me about the direct-to-consumer model why was that important to you and also kind of piggybacking off of that were people scared to buy engagement rings online? I think that the older generation is more apprehensive to buy, mm-hmm. you know, luxury items, especially like diamonds online, just because they're so used to like the traditional model of like walking into a store and being sold something. Mm-hmm. But I think our generation grew up like with the internet, understanding like buying like things online is totally normal. And our whole premise is you know, educating and empowering each of our clients so they know so much by the time they're entering this process that they understand what they're seeing without actually seeing it. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there an option for them to try it on? Yeah, we have a showroom in New York. Um, It's by appointment only, but if you're local or flying in, like, we take appointments. Yeah, that's a great little little asset. Like, for me, I I tried on so many rings Mm -hmm. but I also saw a photo of the same exact one from Meadowlark jewelry Mm -hmm. um and it was it was overpriced for (laughs) it was like one carat for twenty thousand dollars it was so overpriced that's so that my next question oh sorry so I'm saying I had to try on so many until but then again the minute I found my hexagon I was like I'm it so I could have just purchased it online because I knew in my heart what I wanted Mm -hmm. you know but it just took me a while to find the exact one so that leads me to my next point. You guys, you know, boast that you have this fair pricing. What goes into pricing an engagement ring fairly? Because it's obviously a very large investment. So how do you keep costs low or as low as you can, yeah. really? So we're fortunate that we're able to keep costs low because we are direct to consumer. We don't have like a large brick and mortar retail location that we have to like pay a big rent on or we don't have a huge marketing budget everything's organic like through social media we have a small office in new york and everything is done online so we're able to pass those savings along to our customer that's really nice i got my the place i got my engagement was also from a wholesale situation and my mom wanted to take me to the 
L- uh, the Los Angeles Diamond District at yeah. one point. Um, I want to talk about kind of the change in the evolution of engagements. So, you know, back in the day, the women didn't know, or they had an idea that it was coming at one point in their life, but they didn't necessarily get a say in what the ring looked like exactly. and all this stuff. And that is so different. I mean, my husband and I went shopping for my ring together. We picked it out together and then he went back the next week and bought it. Mm-hmm. So do you see that that trend shifting? Do you see a lot of grooms and brides coming in together? And, and how do you work with them together? A hundred percent. I would say that 90% of our clients are working together in some sort of capacity and every couple is a little different. Some of them do the entire thing together, picking out the diamond design and then just like the proposal is the surprise, like the timing of it. And some people will come in, you know, understand what their partner likes and then come back and purchase later. And minimally they have like a list of like what they want or like Instagram photos of things that they like. So rarely rarely do we have guys come in completely clueless picking everything out on their own and that I've seen a big shift even in the past two years of that like I saw more guys coming in clueless not knowing anything maybe two three years ago oh wow now like their couples are very heavily involved together so I micromanage the shit out of the entire thing yeah also it's yeah (laughs) it's okay for making Uh, me feel better (laughs) It's so uh, astonishing to me that it could be only one-sided. Like, it's such a yeah, huge I investment. I mean, you're spending thousands of dollars. Like, you probably, like, don't even buy yourself a new car, but you're yeah. going to buy your fiancé a wedding Blindly? ring. Blindly? Like, like, no way. No fucking way. And you have to wear it, hopefully, forever. Yeah. So you better like it. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's a really outdated yeah. And you and I are so picky. Tradition. We would never no, no make just cut it. Well, you know, we're seeing a big shift too is that a lot of women are financially chipping in for their rings nowadays mm. yes because i think back in the day like women didn't earn as much as their like male partners and now sometimes they earn more and they want something very specific so they're way more down to like throw down for what they want that's great i love yeah. that i love that concept there's also a huge movement i, I mean I, I don't know if it was big but i s- read about it online <laughs> Um, of I don't know Great. where it went. This is bad research. Um, <laughs> these women were buying themselves diamond rings because they were single and they were like, "I want a diamond ring. I'm not really interested in getting engaged anytime soon." But so it's like, would, why can't I have a big nice ring? They would buy nice themselves ring. their own big nice rings and wear it on the other hand. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool. I have a lot of like followers that are like, "Oh, well, I'm waiting for when I have a man or like when I'm getting engaged." I'm like, "You don't need one. You can buy one yourself." Yeah, like, yeah, buy that diamond ring, yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. So what do you see as the most popular style? What is something that people as of right now are like really interested in? Except but not classic, like the traditional, like solitaire, like, like, like very trendy right now. So um, our m- one of our most popular shapes that have been holding up for a few years now has been like the oval, um, <laughs> which has been mm-hmm. really popular. I think ever since Blake Lively got engaged a few years ago, oh that God. is really what made it um, a thing. And now it's very, you know, everyone has an oval. But recently, I think the trends have been antique cuts. A lot of people love old mines and old Europeans, things that were cut um, hundreds of years ago that aren't cut today. Basically, because oh, they can still look traditional, but have a little bit of a unique charm to it. No two are alike, so people mm. are kind of drawn to that. Are and those most uh, more expensive, typically? Not usually. Oh. I mean, a lot of places may mark it up, but usually you can get a better deal because you can go lower in quality and it still faces up um, nice and white. Oh, wow. Um, 
and trois amours rings. So like two stone rings have been really popular ever since Emily Ratajkowski got engaged. Um, we've been doing a lot of like one heirloom diamond, one new diamond, or a diamond and a colored stone. So like two stone rings have been very in. I love how it's so indicative of celebrity. But that's how the whole like it when is. Kate Middleton got married, yeah. everybody on Say Yes to the Dress was like, I want a Kate Middleton dress. Uh-huh. That is wild. So um, do you guys do anything if someone is bringing in a stone of their own? Do you guys make like the band or how do you put extra stones around it? So we've had people with like heirloom diamonds that they wanted to repurpose or redesign. As long as it's a natural diamond, like we'll work with it. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. I love that idea. Do you ever work with black diamonds? So that's what I originally I was going to get the black diamond version of this. I was. I was like set on. No, I really was. And then Scout. someone was like, you might regret that later. Yes. But I was like, well, you, but I don't know. I think, I mean, it's definitely more like a trendy thing. Mm-hmm. So it's good that you went with something more timeless. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> <how to laughs> Olivia's like, yeah, you made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. That was her putting it politely. <laughs> okay. So let's say someone's listening to this that wants to get in. Maybe not the diamond industry, but maybe just the jewelry industry mm-hmm. in general. Uh, what kind of tips would you give them that maybe they wouldn't be able to foresee moving into an industry like this that you've learned along the way? I would say um, definitely getting as much experience as possible. And if they're if they can do like some courses from GIA, they have a ton that you can do remotely. You don't have to commit to like the full in-person six months. They have design classes, you know, classes on pearls and colored stones just to get your feet wet and just get some it's a very um, tight-knit industry, and it's kind of closed off. So having as much um, education experience is the best thing possible in making connections. So I never wanted to, you know, work at a retail store when I graduated from college, but I knew I had to, like, start somewhere and, like, work my way up. And getting that experience was, like, the best thing ever. And, like, working in all sorts of facets of the industry just to know what I liked and what I didn't like. Okay, so secondary, uh, you work with your husband. Yeah. <laughs> How? And and enlighten us. Please enlighten us because I don't know if I could do it. Nope. Um, I was very hesitant when we started um, because my parents had worked together and it didn't Mm, work out that well. Um, But I think it has been surprising because we spend an unhealthy amount of time together. Like all day, every day. Then we do everything together. It's like very creepy. But (laughs) (laughs) people are weirded out. But I think it's because we do such different things and don't, like, step on each other's toes. Like, I have, like, the things I'm really good at, and he really trusts me and lets me do my thing, and he has his set of things that he's Mm -hmm. good at. So we don't really, um, you know, overlap too much. And we have a ton of respect for each other, Mm -hmm. and we know, like, we both have the same goals in mind so mm-hmm. I think it's actually really great like I am very needy I'm an only child so I need the attention mm-hmm. all the time so it'd be kind of sad if he didn't work with me yeah so it's complimentary yeah, we, actually, exactly. we actually hear that from a lot of entrepreneurs that come on this podcast that are in business with their husbands mm-hmm. and that uh, the 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 woman does such a different role and then the man does yeah. such a different they role stay that they, they, they stay in different yeah. lanes and that really helps. I think it's important. Yeah. yeah. Because if he was telling me what to do with what I know I'm better at him at yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about the rest of your fine jewelry line yeah. because some people, you know, might be coming to you just once for the engagement rings, but there is a whole other curated product list. Yeah, so and it's holidays. Holidays are coming up. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> is there a diamond in every single piece? Um, Almost. There okay. are two pieces that are just gold, our gold hoops and our initial pendant. It's a lower price point. 
Got it. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that process. Is it, are you just constantly designing new products or is it just like a static list? So it all started with this one ring. I'm actually not wearing this today, but I normally do the Olivia ring. It has four diamonds and it came from like my tennis bracelet. I shortened it and didn't know what to do with four extra diamonds. So I designed this little open ring and I would post it with a lot of the engagement rings on my Instagram and everyone kept asking um, for me to replicate it. So I kept replicating and replicating and I was like, I should probably just have this somewhere that someone can just buy it. And so that was the first piece. And then all the other pieces were also designed in collaboration with our followers and existing clients based on like what they were asking me for. Mm. And that's how we continue to design. So basically as we create custom pieces for our clients, we'll um, be like, oh, I think this would be great in the collection. Or I think this is something that people have been asking us for and we'll add it in um, based on their feedback. That's so cool. I, can we talk about Instagram real quick? Because uh, you just mentioned. Okay, yeah. you can go. You can no, go. no, no, no. Well, I want to yeah. talk about Instagram because you said that you, you share a lot of your stuff on Instagram mm-hmm. and that's really where, uh, you know, you don't have a marketing budget. It's all kind of social media. And this applies to anyone that's looking to grow their social media presence. What was that growth trajectory like for you? And when did you really start finding a community and a response back to the work that you were doing? Yeah, I think it's actually gotten a lot harder now than it was a couple years ago. Um how it started was I was literally just posting diamonds on Instagram and just garnered like a small following. And I also had a blog. So I would um, feature a lot of people in the jewelry industry on my blog and they would repost about it. So collaborating with other um, probably larger accounts really helped boost my initial following. And then the more and more I like shared about like myself and the company, people get more invested in it and more educational content. So we do two things um, consistently on our Instagram. So every Wednesday we have like the question sticker for Wednesday Q&A. And anyone can ask me any question, whether it's diamond related or not, and we'll answer them. And then we like save them. So they're searchable on our site. But We have people in, like, London, if I don't put it up at, like, noon, they're like, where's Wednesday Q&A? I have questions. And then based on those questions, we make longer-form educational videos. So people are, like, really into diamonds, and we get very nitty-gritty on very, like, niche-specific things, but there is this small, like, hardcore community that, you know, keeps us going. Okay, wait, I have another question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think that when I was about to get engaged, you know, my husband did all the research. I wasn't involved in that. I did most of the design work. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my dog is really needy right now. (laughs) Um, I did all the design work and just figured out what I wanted. But what is a common mistake that you see new couples making when they're going through the diamond buying process? And what would you advise them to do differently? That's a good question. I would say that the most important thing is to first and foremost, I would try things on try as much as you can on even if you have no intention of buying for like a while just to make sure like you know what you like and also first and foremost set a budget um, because it's a very slippery slope and people can always want more and more and more but like to have realistic expectations is like the number one most important thing yeah that's very true we set a budget well how does someone even know like I wouldn't even know where to start to 
Do you do a lot of research? Like you go into Tiffany's and you and you try on you try on all the Tiffany's rings and you realize they're highly overpriced. Okay, so then you do a little more. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to the clear cut. You know, you you figure it out. You try on so many that you're like, what is like a very nice? Oh, can you talk? Oh, I have a good question. Yeah. What are carrots? So it's like the physical weight of the diamond. So most people think that like the heavier the carrot weight, the bigger the diamond's going to look. But that's not really the case. It's really about what the dimensions of the diamond is and where it's holding its weight. So you can have two two carat diamonds that look like totally different sizes based on where the weight is being held. Wow. So you could have a huge ring and it could be completely it could it could be like shitty. Well, you can have like or, or less have, carats. You can have like a five carat diamond that's super bottom heavy that may look like a three carat, or you can have a five carat diamond that's really top heavy and more shallow that looks like an eight carat diamond. So what? Nobody like explained that to me. Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> so? What's like the luxury carat count? What do you mean? What, I, uh, I mean, come like on. I don't know. I don't know. What's like okay. What I don't want to say it on. I don't want to say it on thing. You can use that for size. <laughs> okay. Okay. Does that so make what's sense? So what? Eighteen carats. That's a lot. I mean, that's that's not what that's you're getting. Insane. Oh, <laughs> wait. Eighteen <laughs> carats is insane. How much? Is I think. Look, it, look at mine, is? and you can see the size. Okay. How much was Blake Lively's? Like hers was like I think like five carats. Okay. Great. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's what I needed. I needed some sort of like metrics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. What other like properties do people look for like for me i am definitely only going to want a gold band i don't want diamonds around the band is that cheesy no it's actually our most popular style now yellow gold has come back like crazy in the past year or two the Um, oval with the yellow gold has come back like crazy Mm -hmm. even if you have a yellow gold band set your diamond in platinum because if you set it directly in yellow gold the yellow gold will reflect into the diamond making it look like a small um a more yellow color oh wow oh that's a good tip Mm -hmm. hot tip hot tip All but right, you also ben, look if for you're like listening. Yeah, he's listening. <laughs> um, you also like go for clarity, right? So there are four C's. It's the yes. carrot, the cut, the color, and the clarity. Mm, that's it. Yep. So you want to make sure you have a nice diamond that faces up white with no yellow tints and that you can't see any inclusions, which are little things that get caught in their joint formation, like crystals. So whenever someone gets engaged in our family or gets a diamond from a significant other, my grandma like whips out her. You've never seen Oma do this? Oh, my God. She does this every time. She does this to my wit ring. She whips out this, like, magnifying glass oh or something. No, the loop? Uh, something like that. <laughs> no. And she's like, let me see if it's real. And she makes sure every diamond that we get as gifts are real. And because they're we're always so real. Jewish yeah. That we just, like, need to know. Yeah. She yeah. checks every diamond. She checked my diamond. She checked Tati's diamond. Wow. She'll check yours one day. <laughs> God willing. God willing. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, this was incredible. Thank you so much for for having me. This was so fun. Wait, I want to ask one question. Uh, One more question. Sorry. What was it like for you to actually wear uh, an engagement ring after being in the diamond industry for so long? It was weird um, because it was fun, though. I was, like, excited because I was always like, when do I get to wear my (laughs) my diamond ring? Because I was wearing, like, everyone else's for a long time. Yeah. but it was at first I was like so nervous about it because I was like, oh, my God, like and then you get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, hey. yeah you do get used you to do. it. And that's why everyone's like, oh, my God, is this 
diamond too big. I was like, my mom always said diamonds drink over time. They that's that's really true. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? No, because like the first week you wear your <laughs> diamond you ring, really you were like, like so scared to do anything I didn't want to oh, wear. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I, see. Just I woke you're up just like uh, the first <laughs> night. I woke up three times in the middle of the night to make sure it was still on my finger. Oh dear I swear god. to God, and I thought everyone you was oh, sleep yeah. with it. What? <gasps> I'm not taking this baby off. No, you shouldn't. You can like your fingers can swell. You can injure yourself. And there was a lady that swallowed her ring while she was sleeping. I, <gasps> I heard about this. It comes off. You should have like a little dish next to your bed that you like put it in, like before you. Okay, and I should also clean it. Sell those on the clear cut. That'd be so cute. You should. That would be so cute. Little branded ones. We'll take a royalty for the idea. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) I know. You should totally do it. We went. We went to a boxing class, and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you can't wear your ring in the box. She just put it in the locker. Well, the locker lock. I know, but like before, I remember. Oh, that's a good idea. Ooh. That's a good idea. You guys should get those too. Necklace get like, chains. like, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cute, right? That'd be cute. Ring holders yeah. while you work out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll rebrand them. Yes. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Tell everyone where they can find the clear cut and you guys and everything. You can follow us on Instagram at the clear cut mm-hmm. or go to theclearcut.co. Amazing. Love it. And if you sisters are getting engaged, you know where to go now. Duh. <laughs> Only, only to the clear cut. Yeah. And you can <laughs> follow us at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 